Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One. And welcome to another edition of Fragments of Silicon Reviews. This week we have two reviews um, back again. Um, first up is The Shadows of Pygmalion. Uh, uh, if you'll recall, we did an interview about the game this past Wednesday, and now here's the review. Um, yes, I will say a bit of a caveat here. Nobody here um, had the t- um, managed to complete the game. Um, yeah, Adam put in 18 hours and is not at the done stage yet. Yeah, I'm like, I'll note, though, what done is, is this is a, what they call a full release, um, according to Manga Gamer, which means, which translates to very long visual novel. Now, I've seen reviews mention that um, it'll take you about 12 to 18 hours to get through this. Um, yeah, that's probably accurate if you play, like, one route. Well, well, some of it's my fault because I didn't have the text speed um, set to fast. So it took longer than um, usual. So that's on me. Although I will say I uh, encountered a strange bug. I'm not sure if it's in anyone else's version, but I tried to press the skip button to fast forward it a few times, and it didn't work. Just flat out did not work. I don't usually use that because I rarely play visual novels multiple times through. Well, it's more, I you know, it's like seeing if it worked kind of deal. And it didn't. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, okay, and granted there were some conversations I just went out wanted to skip. Um, yeah, I just click faster for those usually. Yeah, but clicking faster gets... T- uh, tiresome. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. If you play for like hours straight, I imagine that would be true. Well, it's like the, the way I play visual novels is typically I'll click a few scenes and then I'll tab off to something else. So it's, you know, not to strain my hand. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'll leave it on auto at times. It, it depends on if I'm doing something or whatever. Like, and. You know, the point is, I don't play, I don't click a visual novel for hours because, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want a wrist injury. Right. So, uh, that aside, um, so The Shadows of Pygmalion, if you missed the interview, um, is an, it's described as an action Yuri title, uh, title, 
but yeah, th this is I found that extremely misleading as a description. Yeah, yeah I'm like, because what it actually is is a action and a little bit horror themed Yuri visual novel. Yeah, I'm like not a little like it. It's pretty. It's I think it leans more towards the horror uh, the horror aspect than the action. Yes, there are action <clears throat> scenes, but I'm like it never stops describing the dolls as. Uh, fucking Re yep. creepy. Yeah, uh -huh. and yeah, there's. It's not like the gameplay is not actiony. It's just there are actiony situations involved. Yeah, yeah. But it's. But th this title is definitely going more for a um, horror aesthetic. Like it's base. Like it's basically kind of Resident Evil here. <laughs> you know, if I'm being honest, N you know, it's it's not. Uh, it's not Resident Evil, but it's action combined with horrors, uh, what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. And that's combined with, well, um, high school slice of life stuff. You know, it, it's like, that doesn't get toned down even when things get going. And it was re uh, kind of jarring even at the very beginning when you're sort of not even sure that the weird stuff is happening is real, which yeah. is how it yeah. is at the beginning. I mean, yeah. I assume based on the fact that there's a visual novel based on it, it is, but... No, I... I, I um, a lot of it, I believe, has to do with the fact that we said... that It was said and mentioned in the interview that the dolls can mess with people's memories. Um, it's more... They can integrate themselves into memories. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. But they can um, also remove themselves, can't they? Well, they it's more they get removed from memory. Yeah. Now, um, anyway, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, uh, you know, action is definitely there. Um, I mean, there are repeated train crashes yeah, it's like, and um, there is a full, there is a full CG opening depicting action and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I really think that that was oversold on both in the description and the interview. Yeah, this game really goes for more thriller-like feel than actually action most of the time. Which I guess a lot of thrillers do count as action movies. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, if you're looking, you know, if you're, if you're looking for an action romp, you might be a little disappointed, uh, quite frankly, because, well, not only that, but the action scenes are broken up pretty, um, you know, pretty handily, or, or the, the, there's a lot of downtime in this game, yeah. like a lot more than I was expecting. But that's mainly because, well, the other big part is um, the Yuri. I'm like, yeah. as as Mina is basically, you know, um, set up uh, with three love interests. I believe, if I'm remembering, I'm like. Is it one one of her friends, a doll, and then? 
No, it's her. It's basically her coworkers. Ah. Yeah. Like, um, there's Jessica the. Uh, I'm like. The. Uh, um, okay, how do I put this? The um, gothic Lolita. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, um, there's the. Uh, there's Rico, the, well... The stoic one, basically. Well, the, uh, the stoic um, uh, high school student. Then there's Yang, who... Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how that one, how she fits in there, because I haven't really... The, the part where I'm at, they barely interacted, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Yang basically hates Mina for a bunch of reasons. I'm like... Yep. But she's the Chinese girl who is related to the Chinese yeah. lady who owns the uh, yeah. doll shop called Pygmalion, which, you know. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's, what, that's where the name co- really comes into play. Um, honestly, the, the first, you know, the first part is, is, well, here's the thing. Mina is actually initially a bit creepy. There's no other way to put it. Um, because, well, she keeps going to this dollhouse called Pygmalion and, well, basically reenacting Pygmalion. Like, yeah, she, you know, she's in love with one of the dolls, basically, even though she denies it, sort of, to herself. Yeah. And, and, you know, like the story of Pygmalion, um, Rukia comes alive. Sort of. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't turn into a human, or at least not at the beginning. Like no, that's... she's just an animated doll with still porcelain skin and uh, ball and joint knees. I'm not sure if it's to this game's credit or detriment, but there's a lot of lore surrounding the dolls, and it's not necessarily accurate. Mm-hmm. I am that far. Um, because um, a big part of I, I'm trying to remember which chapter it was, like chapter two or chapter three, was dedicated to um, to finally doling out what the dolls, you know, not so much what they are, but their hierarchy, like mm-hmm. um, uh, marionettes, golems, idolions, uh, and idos. Uh, but later on, you find out that that chart isn't necessarily accurate um, because well, one of the dolls flat out says they are a lot more individualistic than they've been led, you know, the the heroes have been led to believe. Mm-hmm. And there is this whole question of, you know, are the heroes doing the right thing? Because, well, the organization is trying to frame it as you're just destroying, like, mindless uh, automata, or you're doing God's work. You know, you're just following orders. But, you know, like, the main character's having a lot of doubts. Yeah, it keeps getting, keep getting tugged back and forth, and which is right, which is wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which isn't out of bounds here, either, because, you know, some of the dolls are, are thinking creatures. 
shown that. You know, and, they, and I suppose, like, one of the game's faults is um, it will go on uh, too long about things. Not just um, it, its exposition, but just conversations in general. I'm like, probably flowed a lot better in Japanese than it does in English. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, I was struggling to play this game at points mm-hmm. because I'm just like, get to the point. Yeah, I, actually, I think I think there's something in the Japanese visual novel, light novel style of writing that is not as engaging in English. Or maybe it's just a stylistic thing. I don't know. It's possible. Well, like, Perhaps. yeah, and as far as far as the Yuri content goes, yeah, I'm like, it's mostly rated T for teen, but this, there's some definite trigger warning shit here. Uh-huh. Um, well, the game opens with a suicide attempt. Yeah, but uh, it's also um, a lot of forced interactions oh yeah 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 in fact one kissing and stuff and yeah in fact like one of the characters basically comments it's like well that was basically rape Uh so Mm -hmm. you know that that's putting your best foot forward like so and it warns you up front yeah and i do have to say you do have to take all of these into consideration because of the price, but you know we'll, we'll get to price in a bit. Um, beforehand, um, let's talk production values. We we have the game game up on the screen here. I'm like, and you'll probably see it looks like well a pretty typical visual novel. I'm like, yeah, the art doesn't really move. The like except for there looks like the opening scene. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even have tons and tons of emotions that I noticed. Uh, yeah, only like, lines that are actually spoken out loud are voiced, and I'm not sure all of those are. And this is a fairly introspective game, so that means that there's a lot of stuff that isn't. Yeah, there's still a fair amount of voice acting, and you know this game is um, is uh, starring a female because she gets voice acting. I'm like, uh, I'm like, male protagonists just don't get voice acting in. Um, visual novels most of the time. Male protagonists, half the time, you don't even get to see them. Yeah. they That's because they are basically you. I'm like, in this game, yeah, you have a definite... I yeah, use the word... You're a person. You the This is a character that you're exploring, not a character that you're inserting yourself into. Yeah. That being said, um, Mina definitely does uh, suffer from um, Naruto Syndrome. Um, she's... Uh, She's the least interesting character in the whole um, damn production. Mm-hmm. And that's probably by design, because even when um, char- main characters are main characters, they're still written fairly blandly. So, you know, it, you know, self-insert still can happen. I'm a, like, she's not a blank... Uh, she's not a um, block of wood or anything, but, you know, compared to, like, everybody else... She's definitely the less, uh, the least interesting of the bunch. Like, um, but yeah, the the artwork's um, pretty average. 
Like, the CG is pretty average. Like, the music um, actually ranges a bit. Some of it is what I would um, describe as pretty typical light light visual novel music. Some really relaxing piano medleys that um, may put you to sleep. A little bit. I dozed off a couple times while I was uh, in some of the quieter moments. Yeah. Um, other, like other musical tracks, are much more of the well psychological horror. Uh-huh. You know, there's, there's one piano track um, in particular I was uh, a fan of. Um, that would play like when like the doll, the doll stuff was starting up. Um, oh yeah. I think like, Twilight knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm like, it's the one that seems to play the most often out of all the horror-based tracks. Yeah. There are also action-adrenaline tracks here, but once again, those are actually rarer than they should be if, if this is framing itself as an action vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and just to clarify, I don't think the fact that the music can put you to sleep is a bad thing. I, I fall asleep, doze off reading books sometimes. Yeah, it's not a it bad. Just, it just thing. means it's sort of comfortable, at least yeah. in those scenes. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. There's supposed mm-hmm. to be comforting scenes and all that. Uh, it's like basically all of the music is um, scene appropriate, which is actually pretty impressive given the balancing act this game is doing. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, in turn, like, yeah. In terms of outside of uh, trigger warnings, like uh, this is de- uh, this is definitely a T for teen rated game. Although in terms of actual language, well, um, more M for mature. You know, I definitely saw a fuck off in there. So. Yep. Um, but like in terms of interactions between the girls, yeah, there. You know, it's heavy kissing. It, it's, it's a lot of descriptors. Like I, like I'd say, like uh, where I got up to, like uh, one of the pairings, like got to basically second base with each other, maybe mm-hmm. a bit unintentionally. It's kind of complicated to explain without spoiling some shit. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, you know, there's a re, you know. Um, there, there's a reason why Mina and Rico end up naked in a bed together, and you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, th- you know, they don't go all the way, but yeah, I'd say about second base, borderline, yeah, <laughs> something along those lines. So, yeah, it's it's also if you're looking for, you know, adult-oriented stuff. Uh, it's not here either, and that w- that was uh, made clear in the interview. Like, besides, uh, Manga Gamer doesn't upload its uh, adult visual novels to Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if all ages I would say is accurate because I don't know if I would recommend this to kids, but uh, it's not uh, explicit rated. I definitely go like like if we're going along um, those lines, I definitely say. 13 and up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that feels about right. Uh, let's see. 
anything else to really cover? It's like, well, I suppose uh, the price. So this is the this is a, this is like the big question because this is a very this is a pretty expensive visual novel. Not the most expensive we've featured here, but it's thirty five dollars. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, I can sort of understand. I mean, you do have to pay for voice acting and stuff, but that's a lot for the production values. But it yeah. will take you a lot of time if you want to experience the whole thing. So if you're going by hours, then it's probably a good deal. Yeah, I'm like, honestly, it, it would. I'm like, I'm looking at at the um, propeller bundle. It's better to buy that than uh, I uh, like. You can get this with another. Um, uh, this is from a developer called Propeller, and they have another visual novel on Steam called. Uh, Tokyo ba uh, Babel, mm -hmm. and that's also thirty-four dollars. Like, so you know, get you know, it's like it probably would be best. I, I guess if you're interested in both, like um, you get a discount with uh, you get a fifteen percent discount um, with the bundle. So that's worth keeping in mind. But yeah, it's thirty-five dollars. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it warrants that price. Um, it's not just. Uh, it's not just the lackluster production values. Um, it's that you could have cut down this game, and you wouldn't have lost a lot. That said, if you're interested in what we've said about the story, or about a story about. I, uh, schoolgirl lesbians and who knows what's going on with uh, mysterious dolls that are shaping human history or whatever. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Yeah, although if, you're <laughs> although if you're looking for a Yuri action visual novel, I can actually recommend one over this, and that's um, The Tale of Two Princesses that we reviewed last year from uh, Sekai Project. Let me double oh. check exact title on that uh, yeah it's like a uh, neo no key or something like that neno kami the two princess knights yeah that that's the one yeah. of kyoto yeah. yeah yeah it's like i honestly thought that you know that you know that had similar structure though no horror bits but it had the yuri building and uh, and um, action thing going on, and it's a much shorter visual novel. Granted, it it's got, not. A it got to the point faster, and it's more, at least, when I think of an action series, I usually think of something more lighthearted than um, Shadows of Pygmalion. Yeah, uh, like also that being said, um, uh, Neo No Kami over there isn't complete. Now. But anyway, in terms of this visual novel, uh, it's just that price that keeps me from recommending this um, offhand because it is doing some interesting things. Yeah, I'd, I'd say at least at the very least, check it out if you can get it on sale. Because yeah, it's also it's kind of old at this point. I mean, it's from 2013, 
and you're going to see some stuff from two, like, you'll see, like, the Arab Spring referenced a lot. Like, and that's just not a thing. Yeah, I was wondering about some of the terrorism they're talking about. Some of that seemed like it was trying to be topical references. Yeah, I'm like, at one point, um, you know, getting married in California was mentioned, Mm -hmm. which really uh, puts that in a particular moment in time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there was a pretty short amount of time where California was, like, the only place. No, it, it's like California was, like, one of the states that did it. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, when, when same-sex marriage was becoming legal over here, it was being done very piecemeal until the Supreme Court decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it that's why it's... It's something that that is now dated because you can, you know, you can get, well, you can get same-sex married in any state. Mm-hmm. So, now, th- that's just the nature of topical references. So, I guess an overall rating, uh, so- it's a solid visual novel. Um, I play, you know, and that's about it. Yeah, it feels six-ish to me. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe six and six point five, I don't know. Six or seven-ish, maybe. Yeah. Like But I just didn't find it all that compelling or you know, it certainly wasn't an all time classic like the house in Fender Morgana or something like that. Yeah, I found it fairly enjoyable, but it did have its like transition issues and such. Yeah. And trying to mix atmospheres together and themes. <laughs> like it's balancing a little too much, and it like it just doesn't stand out in any way. Like even something that was yeah. uh, like, or or like something like Supipara, which even though it was completely fucking derivative, had uh, had production values I still haven't seen again in a visual novel. Mm. So. Um, I think that basically sums up our opinion outside of Petty Van, what do you think of this thing? Um I don't really know. I'm not a big fan of visual novels to really rate it accurately. Duly noted. Alright, so um yeah, the overall... I, I think the biggest issue is that we reviewed a lot of visual novels and some of them were Yeah really good in different like I don't think we've reviewed any visual novels that were like perfect but we've reviewed a few different ones that were like really good in certain areas mm-hmm. so going forward visual novels have to live up to like the graphics of the house in Fata Morgana and the production values of I think it was Subipara and stuff like that yeah. that, being my- sa- that, that being said I could have forgiven the um, production values um, had the story elements been balanced better uh, like I, I think it really should have gone more in with the um, horror. Yes. You know, it's I like agree. Ju- you know, it's like because that really seemed to be where it, where it wanted to go. It's like even when it's uh, trying to be action, it's still describing the dolls as these creepy porcelain things that move unnaturally and you know are doing all sorts of. You know, creepy shit. Like the the fight, uh, the um, climax. 
I'm at is um, pretty goddamn disturbing, actually. Yeah, and so and all some of the action scenes are pretty much terrorism. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's it seems like it wants to be a thriller or a horror thing. Yeah, like near the prologue, it feels more like a psychological horror thriller. Suplex. Yeah. Uh, all right. Comparison be Serial Experience Lane or something like that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's a little more actiony than most of Lane, I think, but the similar sort of feel of the premise is that there's stuff that should make you feel uncomfortable. All right. Um, so I think that'll about do it for the Shadows of Pygmalion. Um, be sure to tune in next as um, okay. I don't. Um, this is actually a last-minute review change at the at a developer request. Um, up next, we're reviewing a game called Orbox C. Uh, well, it's a puzzle game, and we'll get into the type of puzzle um, in the actual review. Um, I, I won't spoil my thoughts on it here, is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, until next time, I wish you good gaming. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.